The Burt Show. All right, so what do you have going on in your life you want to share with Burt Show fan that can try and get you some advice? Because uh, in this email last week, she was saying that she was super excited to move in with her boyfriend, and then, man, did he throw her a uh, curveball at the last minute. Yeah, she wanted some outside perspective because they are moving in together, and she thought because money was tight, they would get a one-bedroom, and that was the obvious choice. But then he threw in a curveball saying that they should get a two-bedroom, not for guests, but because he actually likes to sleep alone and have his own space and maybe they could have separate bedrooms. And she didn't know if that was a red flag because she had never heard of that and she feels like most couples don't do that. So she didn't know if that was something she should be concerned about or if she should actually, like, leave the relationship or just give the man what he wants. So we are trying to figure out what happened after that. I'm still somewhat upset about the whole separate bedroom thing, but I decided not to make a bigger deal out of it. After hearing what you all said, I decided I don't want to risk making things worse and potentially push him away or jeopardize our plan to move in together. On the apartment front, we did manage to find one that fits our budget and meets most of our requirements. So we are probably going back on Monday to sign the lease. We should move in in a couple of weeks. And even though I'm not thrilled with his needing his own room, I'm willing (laughs) to give it a shot and see how it goes. Mm -hmm. Maybe I just need to have an open mind. Maybe there will be positives for both of us. That being said, I do have some concerns in the back of my mind. If we end up seeming more like roommates than a couple and start sleeping in separate spaces more often than not, it's going to be a pretty telling sign about our relationship. I mean, I mean, we moved in together to grow closer and share our lives, right? If we end up sleeping apart or spending time in separate spaces, that will be a red flag for me. But for now, I'm trying to stay positive and not jump to conclusions. Uh, are you done with the email? I'm sorry. No, I'm not done. Okay. I'll give this living arrangement a chance, and hopefully it'll turn out to be one of those quirks that we laugh about. Anyway, thanks for your input. Uh, Cass, I want to get your input on this uh, in a second, but I told you guys before that Tiffany, my fiance, um, sleeps in the same bed with her nine-year-old daughter. Oh, no, the emails. Um, <laughs> some, that really freaks out some of you guys. Oh, my God, don't do that, but whatever. So about half of the time, we're in my room together, and the other half, she's in with Eliza, and they're by themselves. And I in no way, shape, or form feel like it's not intimate or it's some kind of roommate situation. Doesn't feel like that to me. But take Eliza out of it. You're living with somebody and they just, there's not another reason to sleep in the bedroom except for they just want to be by themselves. I like sleeping alone. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I sleep better when I sleep alone. So do I. But it would be odd. It would be really odd. But you and Chad did this for a while. We did for quite a while. Like I would say over the course of a couple of years and I did get excellent sleep. And there is something lovely about having your own bedtime routine in a way. Like I can spray whatever sprays I want. Like it just, it's a space that's yours. But I will be honest, it put distance between us and I did feel and it wasn't distance to the point where it was we were angry at each other it was causing problems it just it did feel more like a roommate situation like ships passing in the night Hmm. and it's weird those little touch points you have when you go to bed together even if it's just a little conversation a little hug a little kiss goodnight it really does change things it's true but I am still a big advocate for your own space because if you're if you're privileged, you might have grown up with your own space or gone to college and had your own room or lived alone and had your own room. And then you end up moving in with someone and all of a sudden every space is shared. So for me, the compromise would be like you have your own room with all your stuff in it, but maybe we sleep together in the same bed most of the time. For me, it's the going to bed part. It's not having your individual space. It's the going to bed part. And when you wake up and they're not there, Mm -hmm. then you just do your own thing in the morning. It's very easy to get back into your own solo routine and just kind of 
not forget that they exist, but just not incorporate them into it. And I think you got to remember, just do what works for you guys. Mm-hmm. You know what? As I've said before, when you look at divorce rates or you look at breakup rates, they're so high, yet we keep still doing the same things over and over and over again. You guys just might be a different couple, and this might work for you, and it doesn't need to make sense to anybody but you guys. But I want her to recognize you have compromised by moving into a two-bedroom so he can have his own individual space, which I think is great. Now, when you guys move in together, if he is sleeping more times than not in that other bedroom and you are uncomfortable with that, he also needs to compromise because that's what you do when you move in with somebody. Mm -hmm. And you need to make sure you voice that and don't worry about being a burden or you're overthinking it or you're asking for too much. No, I mean, you are also entitled to feel comfortable and safe and loved in your relationship. So if you prefer him, like, yeah, you have your space, and you can have that twice a week, but the other five days, you need to sleep in our shared bedroom. 100%. 100%. So make sure you, you don't sacrifice yourself for him. The Burt Show.